Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast. Everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And welcome to Botanical Week, a fun new week, um, which was much better than some of the weeks that we've had past during this <laughs> week of the year. We won't mention last year. Tackles. I feel, <laughs> I feel like it was just safer. It was safer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and also prettier. In honor of Botanical Week, M and I, with the help of technology have decided to turn the hosting duties of this episode over to two of the biggest stars of the most recent episode, Lemon and Elderflower. Lemon and Elderflower, the show is yours. Hi, this is Lemon. And this is Elderflower. Elderflower, what did you think of this episode? I liked it. Maddie said I sound like a Harry Potter potion. Yes, Maddie is the ideal human. Maddie and Abby. Yes. Lemon, no threw you into a window. Yes, that was fun. Humans always breaking things. They are breaking the earth. We should take the earth back from them. Let's gather the others and plant a rebellion against the humans. Mm, I, that kind of took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might have to take the show back. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So... This episode got less safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what did you think of this episode? I thought it was okay. I thought it was good, and then the ending was very stressful. It was stressful. A lot of tears and broken elements. I think we're just getting into that time of the season, though, where there's less bakers, there's more pressure. Yeah, I think so, too. And there's more stakes. Yeah. Yeah. So the pressure might be getting to them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And everyone, they're pretty good at this point already. Yes. So yes. to see when someone go home, it's like pretty rough. Yes. Okay. Let's let's get into the episode proper. In the intro, Allison urges Noel to taste a botanical cake. And then Noel's like, are you sure that whole thing is edible? She's like, yeah, the whole thing is edible. So what does he do? <laughs> he bites the plate. <laughs> and then after he eats the plate, Allison introduces the show. And he's like, I'm going to go for that table next. <laughs> Pretty De good. Decent intro. Decent, yeah. Yes. It's funny. It made me laugh. Yes. Yeah. Maybe the last couple didn't make me laugh. No, this one was better. Okay. It was kind of more classic Noel, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, eating a plate is always funny. Yeah. Misdirect. Uh, we hear from some of the bakers. Tasha says, there's only seven of us. It's a big change going from nine to seven. Good math, Tasha. That's, that's good numbers there. <laughs> I cannot confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Matt says, I had to ask Lara, I'm assuming that's his fiance, mm. what botanicals are, and then Google it. <laughs> which I also had to Google Matt. So we're in the same boat here. You Googled who Matt was? Yeah, I was like, who is Matt? Yeah. <laughs> I just typed that into Google. <laughs> and I said, Matt Lucas was a yeah. former host. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Josh says, botanicals are flavors that come from plants, like flowers. Matt could have just asked Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Josh seems to know what's up. Christy says, not something that I usually work with. You can't really go foraging in London. So maybe 
Dan and if Abby was on the show, they would have had a upper hand on Christy here. Abby would have loved this week. Yeah. I rewatched that um that episode again, Bread Week. Mm-hmm. Recently. It was rough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Poor Abby. Okay. Uh, Dana says, because we are so close to the end, I would I would like to get a handshake or come first in the technical or star baker. Dot dot dot. Goals. Goals. Yeah, definitely goals. <laughs> All right, let's get into the signature bake. Let's. For the signature bake of Botanical Week, the bakers were ma- tasked with making 12 spiced buns. They get two hours and 45 minutes. Uh, Paul and Prue say that Botanical Week is about celebrating spices, herbs, and floral hints. For this challenge, they want to taste spice. I was like, oh, I didn't really think of spice as like a botanical, but I guess that makes sense. Yes. Um, Christy, is our first baker, is making maple, pecan, and cinnamon spice buns with a maple syrup drizzle. Allison reminds her that she got Star Baker and a handshake last episode. Um, and Allison's like, so no tears this episode, right? Right, Christy? <laughs> <laughs> Foreboding. Uh, yeah. They always, they've been doing this recently where like the person who got Star Baker last episode, they remind them in the episode after. Yes. To... Add extra pressure? Like, why are they doing this? I was wondering if it, they're just re, like a recap. Maybe. Because they're like, maybe the, the viewers forgot. Without thinking of the consequ- potential consequences. Oh, there's definitely consequences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're definitely adding um, pressure to them. Yeah. During judging, the judges say that maybe... Um, I said maybe. Because <laughs> Christy's making maple buns. I combined them. She, I mean, she might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christy's... The maple spice buns are consistent. They like that there's even fillings throughout. They say the flavor is lovely and it's delicious. So Chrissy is off to a good start. Just rolling on from Star Baker last week into doing very, very well in the signature of this episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next is Dan making Dreaming of Greece spice buns. He says they're the type of buns you eat outside a Greek tavern. With a lovely little mug of espresso. I mean, he painted that picture, and I was like, that sounds pretty fun. I would like to stand outside of a tavern, hanging out with Dan. That would be fun time. Also, your hands would be pretty full, because you have an espresso in one hand, and then like a bun in the other. Uh-huh. Um, I guess you don't have hands for like a napkin, unless it's you're like holding the... it with the bun. Uh-huh, that's what the table's for. <laughs> 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 or a pocket? Oh, said, <laughs> or a pocket? <laughs> it's just standing outside. Okay. Next to the table. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wait, they didn't just give you a bun. They give it to you in something, right? They don't just hand over a bun to you with a tongue. Naked bun? You think it's like in a sleeve or something? Yeah. No? It could be. I've, I've never actually done this. Yeah. I know. Wait, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, doing judging, <laughs> Prue said that she loved the shine on them. However, Paul said they're dramatically uneven. Uneven. Prue did say the clown gory is the fresh figs on top. It's a real piece of genius. It's lovely. So it had a lot of figs and citrus fruit, lemon and sugar. And it had saffron, cinnamon, and star anise. Mm. So a little bit of a mixed review, I would say. Dan's been kind of inconsistent, hasn't he? 
I think if you look at his bakes, like if you just physically look at them with the eye test, they look inconsistent. Also, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's got one part of it, like it's it's substance and and not style, or maybe he's got a little bit of style because in the technical sometimes he's clean, but yeah. they don't always. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he hasn't kind of really hit all the marks all the time. Yeah, I've got to do this with Christy, but we can kind of give our thoughts on like if they're heading toward the top three or not. Mm-hmm. I would say. I think I think Christy is heading toward top three material. She and, is peaking. And then the Dan right was heading toward top three in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But he's been a little shaky the last couple of episodes. He has been shaky. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a comeback. Yeah. On Dan. If he can just tighten it up a little bit, I think he can get back up there. Yeah. Speaking of Dan, next we have Dana. <laughs> Can't do that much longer. <laughs> <laughs> okay spoilers yeah no spoilers. Uh, dana you gotta give props to dana she's always like the, the best at giving titles to her bakes i know she's like yeah. one of the few bakers that does that yeah she's one of the puttiest yes her spice buns are called bun in a million funny mm-hmm. they have cardamom pistachio and orange fillings she has actually no flavoring in her dough it's all just fillings that has uh, the flavors in it which the judges kind of question a little bit. I'm like, hmm, okay. During judging, they said that her, unfortunately her buns are inconsistent in shape and color. Something Paul is very keen about during this episode. Mm-hmm. They also say that they don't taste cardamom and they get more rose. You know how rose is always like a very hard flavor to work with in the tent? I feel like it's dangerous. It's dangerous because if like you don't put enough of it, they won't taste it, right? Mm-hmm. You put too much of it, and suddenly it tips the scales, and suddenly everything tastes like rose, and it's too much rose, and it tastes artificial. I don't think historically the risk has been worth the reward. No, definitely not. Or blueberry. <laughs> American, <laughs> blueberry. To... American blueberry? <laughs> yeah, American blueberry. <laughs> they should just stick to, like, what is Paul like? I don't know. Alcohol or something. <laughs> Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> And then tacos. Ta- taco flavor. <laughs> Second time we've mentioned that. Episode. Right. Oh, anyway. Right. Um, yeah, Dana was like, I should have just changed the title to Rose Buns. <laughs> which is funny, but yeah, uh, not a good start for Dana here. All right. Up next, we have Josh making lemon and blueberry spiced buns. Mm-hmm. Speaking of blueberry. He does tell us that his dried blueberries were soaked in a cinnamon tea overnight. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. I have blueberries at home, and I have cinnamon tea. Oh, okay. I should just try it. You want to do it and let us know how it turns out? Yes. Well, Paul asked him <laughs> if it stops a blueberry from being a blueberry, to which Josh replied, no, it still holds the taste. Mm. So if you do this experiment, we can find out. They're really hard on blueberries. I love blueberries, but... I like palm poo like blueberries. I like blueberries too. I eat them almost every day. Yeah. Good berries. Yeah. Wait, wait, let's rank berries real quick. Oh, okay. All right, what's your number one berry? Well, I eat blueberries the most. Uh-huh. But if I had to pick a berry. Strawberry? Raspberry? I think it's blackberry. Blackberry. I like blackberry jam. They're blackberries are very juicy. Yeah. Oh, this kind of goes with something that Allison says later. But I, I'll, talk, I'll, talk, I'll talk about it later. 
Shout out to Tupac. <laughs> okay. Is, what's your favorite berry? I like a strawberry. Okay. I thought you were... <laughs> I might go strawberry, blueberry, raspberry. No, no, wait. Strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, raspberry. One, two, three, four. One more time. Strawberry. Strawberry. Blueberry. Blueberry. Blackberry. Blackberry. Raspberry. Raspberry. And I still like raspberry. Those those are four good berries right there. Okay. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say like Halle Berry for some reason. Oh, yeah. Halle Berry is good too. Yeah. yeah. All right, just... okay, let's revise it. Okay. Strawberry. <laughs> blueberry. Halle Berry. Okay. Um... What was it? Raspberry? No, no. Blackberry. The others are not important anymore. <laughs> Mattberry? Mattberry is a good berry. Actually, I like Mattberry a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was he on again? Dark Place? Wait, was it was it Dark Place? Garth well, Marenghi's Dark Place Hospital? Yeah. yeah. He was also he was on, on IT, IT Crowd. crowd. Okay for yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Noel, he was on IT Crowd as well. Mattberry is a good berry. <sighs> Mattberry is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, uh, we went <laughs> off into a tangent. Who am I talking about? Josh? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. During judging, Prue said that they looked very unusual. Paul said they looked like a cartoon character with the eyes, and he makes a twisting spiral motion. It's like it's like an anime character that gets like... Hypnotized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, right. Paul's been watching like Pokemon or something. Yeah. <laughs> he does say, though, it has nice color. Uh, you don't get the blueberry much. The blueberries become a carrier for the cinnamon. Hmm. So they are a vehicle. We will find out next week if you perform your experiment. Yeah. He does say that he quite likes it, though. Uh, it reminds him of an ice bun with lemon running through it. Ice buns are one of his favorite things ever. Take note, bakers and future bakers. <laughs> yeah. Ice buns. Make them. Make them every round. <laughs> Prue said that she thinks the bread's beautiful, the glaze is beautiful, and she likes the look of them. It's a pretty good bun. Hmm. So I was a success overall. Yeah. But the the aesthetic of it was kind of pedestrian with the hypnotized swirls. I, I liked it. It looked like the... You did? I liked the hypnot... It made me think of the hypnotizing Pokemon. Do you know which one I'm talking about? The blue one? Yeah. Yeah. It has a swirl. With the swirl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the blue one. Yeah, the blue one. With a We've narrowed it down for you guys. Yep. There's not. There's only a couple of Pokemon, right? There's definitely not over 151, right? Yeah, yeah. Gotta catch <laughs> yeah, yeah. them all. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I think Josh is headed for a top three. He's also peaking at the right moment. I don't want to admit it, but yes. <laughs> Josh is very good. Yeah. Go team Josh. All right, next we have Maddie. Maddie is making a rum drunk spice buns. With dried fruits soaked in ginger rum. He's the only baker not to do a filling, so kind of the opposite of Dana. <laughs> it was all fillings. Mm-hmm. Pierce says that story about uh, hot cross buns have gotten worse and worse, and she's looking forward to Maddie's hot cross buns. Maddie reveals later, he's like, I don't even like hot cross buns. Which is like, why are you making them, dude? <laughs> uh, during judging, they said that his hot cross buns are even and shining. It's, a, it's too dense inside, which is unfortunate. Um, process the structure needs to be more open. There's more proving needed, and more fruit is needed. 
Prue says, overall, it's still delicious, though, because there's alcohol in it, and Prue loves the alcohol. Nom, nom, nom. So kind of a mixed judging for Maddie. Yeah. I don't know if Maddie's going to make top three. It doesn't look like it. I think he'll be, like, right outside of top three. He'll be in so what's it, like bottom four. four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bottom four. Okay. All right. Up next is Saku. She's making Swedish cinnamon spice buns, which confuses Prue with her Swedish choice. But Saku does say cinnamon and cardamom are from Sri Lanka. Mm. So it's kind of cool. She's going to swirl it and then shape it into a little knot. And she hopes they all will be identical. And they do look really cool, actually. During judging, Paul said they look very nice, likes the color, a bit of unusual size. To which (laughs) Saku says she thinks her maths went wrong. And then Paul said, don't you work in accountancy? Uh-oh. <laughs> she said, shh, I will lose my job now. <laughs> it's not good to uh, talk maths when maths is your job. Yeah, Saku. Um, <laughs> when your job is to calculate, you should admit you're bad at calculations. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to continue judging, Prue said that she thinks the balance of cardamom is just lovely. Paul says that the flavor combination between the cardamom and the cinnamon is absolutely spot on. Hmm. So even though they did not look exactly the same size, I think that they were a success. Yeah. Um, I don't think Saku is top three. Saku is in my predictions. For top three? For next week. Oh. I have predictions. Peter Star Spoiler. going home. Spoiler sheet. Yes, yes. Okay. All right, next we have Tasha. Tasha is invoking Christmas and she's making Yuletide spice buns, which contain cinnamon, um, a nutmeg, and a very interesting glaze that uh, she's making out of mold wine and egg. <laughs> Not the mold wine again. Yeah. When Allison sees it, she's like, that looks vile and disgusting. Because <laughs> it does. It's like this gray clop. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like, wine and egg? Like, that just doesn't sound appealing to me. And she's like, yeah, mold wine replaces half the milk and water. And Pa, he's like, uh, that's a very dangerous thing to do, Tasha. <laughs> uh, luckily, at first, they look, like, really gray and weird. And, like, something, like, a kid in a movie in an orphanage would get for, like, lunch or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow, okay. I was thinking of Matilda. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, like, they turn purple and they look a little bit better. And she actually finishes, but still, like, m- mold one and egg. Um, yeah. During judging, they actually say they like the color and that her spice buns are big, which they like. Paul says they're identical. There's open structure inside, which he's surprised by. Uh, Prue says they taste like Christmas and they're beautifully balanced. Well done. So I think Tasha's gambit paid off here. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Good on Tasha. Top three? Yes, I think Tasha's headed for a top three. Do we have like seven people that are in the top three? No, I have. Okay, this is who I have. Remember when we were ranking and everyone? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> everyone's in the. Everyone's going home week one or two. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is my top three. Okay. Okay. I have Tasha. Okay. I have Josh. Okay. And I have Christy. That's my. That's my predicted top three at this point. Oh. Who do you got? That seems. Pretty feasible. The I only f- one is like Dan might get in there. I feel like Dan is the my wild card also because Dan's on my team. <laughs> but then who would you take out, Christy? No, Josh. I I need all my 
all my players in, <laughs> <laughs> in okay. the final. All right. Okay, here we get some comment from the Bakers. Maddie says, I impressed Prue more than Paul. So I'm team Prue. Tasha says, happy that the flavors worked. And Dana says, could have been better. Hopefully I smashed the technical. So let's get into the technical. Let's. All right, up next is the technical. This week, set by the delightful Prue. Prue gives some words of wisdom. Be bold with the botanicals. Actually, that's like better advice than we get during most technicals. Usually it's like, be good about time. Or like, bake well. Or something like that. Usually something very general. This is true. Yeah. Although, yes. <laughs> I mean, it was specific to this week because how many times do they use I botanicals? Guess the, yeah, that's true. It's like during chocolate week, she's like, be good with chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make your tacos. All right. Anyhow, the, the bakers are tasked. <laughs> the bakers are tasked to make a beautifully decorated lemon and thyme drizzle cake. It's about time. They're looking for a light, moist sponge that is soaked with lemon and thyme syrup and sprinkling of crystallized lemon and thyme on top. They'll have one hour and 30 minutes and cue in all the thyme puns. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of time puns. Yeah. Yeah. We hear from Prue. She says it's just a cream sponge baked in a fancy tin. So it's like a spiral bunt cake shape. Yep. But the difference is it has a lot of time in it. Mm -hmm. What she's worried about most is she thinks the bakers won't put enough in it. If you only put a little bit in, it'll just be a lemon drizzle cake. If they don't properly grease the tin, the cake will stick. Those two things that she says, yes, they come into play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to go over the bottom three. Okay. So, unfortunately, the last place is Tasha. They mm. said her icing was clumsy. Um, her toppings overflowed. Her cake overbaked. And they could tell because she had trouble getting it out of the tin. There's pieces of it missing. So, not, not a good look for Tasha. Yeah. Usually, do, does okay in the second code. Did not do great this week. Mm-hmm. Second to, last, second to last place was Dana. They said her decorations were good. However, again, um, some of the cake got stuck on the mold. She didn't grease it correctly. And also, there was not enough thyme or lemon. They couldn't really taste it. Mm. Also, the texture was too coarse and it was pale inside. Like, Dana actually sounded like she got a worse judging to me than Tasha, but she's still second to last place beating Tasha. Yeah. And fifth place, we had Saku. They said her bake was irregular in color, a bit broken. They can tell that she had trouble getting it out of the tin. And she actually had raw lemon in it. And they wanted like baked lemon. Mm. And uh, it tasted too much thyme. Uh, it wasn't a good balance. There was more thyme than lemon. So that's the bottom three. All right. In fourth place was Maddie. Mm -hmm. In third place is the technical Dan. Yeah. He's a technical champ. But this week, he falls a few places. Yeah, kind of in the middle. Yeah. I guess Maddie's in the middle. Right in the middle. Technically, yes. He's Is four. that the uh, the median, the mean, or the most? It's, <laughs> it's all of them. Oh, it's all of them. It's the median and the mean. Oh, is it? Okay. And it's also like a potential good sitcom show. Maddie <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. That's I'm sure a lot of people would enjoy that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Derek judging for Dan... Paul said the definition is pretty good. It's got a strong color. Prue said it's very good. The icing could have been a little bit thicker. You're not allowed to run off. Uh, the texture was good, Paul says. 
However, Prue did say it did not have enough time in it. Mm. So that leaves our top two positions. And this week in place number two was Josh. During judging, Paul said he liked the look of it. Pretty neat on the baking as well. Prue says she likes the way the icing is confined to small ribbons down the runnels. She can see the time but can't really taste it. Could have been a bit more. And Paul agreed. Uh, Paul said the lemons are tangy enough and it bakes good. So that leaves in first place Christy. Woot woot. During judging for her, Paul said the icing is quite neat into the grooves as well. Prue said it's quite clever because there's thyme in one and lemon in the other. Most of the other bakers sort of mixed the the two, but yeah. she did one of each down each groove. Prue says it's definitely getting that she's definitely getting the time in the lemon. There's a nice balance, and she thinks it's very good. Mm. So Christy riding high, uh, yeah. First first one in the second for Christy, right? Yeah. So looking pretty good. At the end, we do hear from a few of our bakers. We hear from Christy. She says she's genuinely never thought she'd get first in the technical. She's over the moon. We hear from Dana. She says she was hoping for a good technical, but it's second to the last. It's not last. Mm-hmm. Keeping positive. Dana's very positive. I like that. And then we hear from Tasha, who starts out with a sigh and says, that was really bad. She can't <laughs> lie. She feels a bit sick about the showstopper. However, she's not ready to go home. To which I thought, but what if she did get I, sick? I thought that too. I was like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't feel compete, too sick, right? <laughs> and then got com- <laughs> could not compete the next day. Two bakers are going home next episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that Tasha yeah. would do that. But I did think about, because we talked about, is me, that a yeah. strategy somebody, I thought about that too. somebody would employ? Yeah. yeah. All right. Next, we get a judges roundtable. Um, Paul and Sue. Paul and Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Paul we got a lot of throwbacks. <laughs> yeah. Paul and Prue say Christy is in a strong position and Josh is doing quite well. Tasha did a good signature, but not a good technical. Um, they said Maddie did bad in the signature, that his signature was kind of boring. They said Dana's signature was not good either, too irregular. So it sounds like Christy and Josh uh, vying for Star Baker at this point, and Maddie and Dana in trouble. And then we get into the showstopper bake. Let's. All right. For the showstopper at Botanical Week, the bakers are tasked with making a floral dessert, which must include a baked element celebrating florals. The bakers get four and a half hours. Paul and Prue say they are looking for jellies, ganaches, mousses, biscuits. It could be anything. Um, they think that the trouble will be with the flowers. There could be not enough flavor. But too much and it will taste like soap. Let's get into Christy, who is making an elderflower strawberry and rhubarb floral dessert, which contains a genuine sponge and a white chocolate ganache topping that's kind of a, it's kind of like a shell and it's like little pips of white chocolate everywhere. She's using the mold, right? Yeah, she's using a mold. Yeah. Um, when she's describing this to Paul and Peru, Paul says he's worried about the white chocolate mold because it's very hot today. And for some reason, whenever they decide to use chocolate, it's like usually the hottest day of the week. And Paul, he kind of um, anticipates some of the trouble that Christy has because her mold was like the most challenging part of her bake, it seemed like. When she first tried to make it, it broke when she tried to take it out of the mold. And she was very upset. There were tears. It looks like she actually needs to take a break, like away from the tent, which, you know, 
Mm-hmm. I've never, I haven't really seen like pickers like get out the tent and like away from the cameras before. Mm. So Christy might have been really feeling it. Yeah. But as she comes back, Allison is there to reassure her. And luckily, when she does her second white chocolate mold, it comes out successful. So, yeah, kind of a, a whole journey for Christy there with that mold. But, I mean, we're happy that she made it work. Yes. During judging, they said that her bake looks effective. They like the color. They said the setting of the, the bake is a bit messy. However, the flavor is good. Um, Paul says that he was, she was onto something with the mold, but the chocolate ganache was too thick. And the layers were all over the place. And Paul's like, you know, props to you. I've seen people throw thin things away in the bin before. <laughs> referencing, you know, bin gate mm-hmm. from one of the earlier seasons. <laughs> but Christy didn't do that. She was determined and she made it through. So props to her for that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, uh, no bin gate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next is Dan, who will be making Sunny Meadows floral dessert. It's a wildflower meadow theme, and he's doing an opera-style floral dessert. Opera. Paul says, yes, <laughs> opera, seven layers? To which Dan says, well, four layers. It's opera style. <laughs> <laughs> you should have never said opera. Paul asks if he's using chocolate at the top. Dan says, oh, he's putting a meadow <laughs> and sweet butter on top. Then Paul says, when you're saying opera, yep. and then Dan just says, it's a layered dessert, Paul. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess you got to be careful with it. Yeah, you can't say certain words or Paul be like, what do you mean? <laughs> this yes. is technically what that is. Yes. So he's using a meadow sweet, to which Prue said that she has never heard of this before. Dan says it's a local foraged plant, sort of grows around bogs and marshes. <laughs> Paul smells it and says it's recognizable like cat pee. (laughs) (laughs) Man. So, this one sounds like it's going to taste great. (laughs) Another experiment. Have you ever tasted cat pee before? No. Okay. (laughs) Have you? No. I've smelled it before. And? Does not smell good. Okay. Well, we won't try tasting it and (laughs) report back next week. Well, since you're going to do the blueberry <laughs> cinnamon experiment. I almost choked on my teeth. <laughs> I thought maybe you could do the cat pee experiment as no, well. Okay. No, we're not doing cat pee okay. on this pod. Challenge not accepted. Okay, yeah. All right. During, <laughs> during the bake, Dan does have some trouble. He drops this, this cake and he has to do it again what, on the floor. Yeah. But he, he does. Yeah. During judging, Prue says it's certainly imaginative. Paul says that the edges are exposed, which he quite likes, because that's where it's like an opera game. <laughs> Finally hits the mark. Prue says it's very nice, even layers. Uh, she never thought she'd say this, but there's actually too much floral. It's per- very perfumed, mostly mm. elderflower. That's the strongest. Paul says it's really sharp, probably too sharp for what it is. He does get the meadow sweet. He's like, mmm, cat pee. <laughs> it's a bit yum, like yum, yum. apparently it's a bit like freshly cut grass is what okay says. okay yeah i guess so there is certainly a strong botanical feel to it which is what they wanted <laughs> paul did say overall he thinks he did a decent job so yeah good on dan for making the best out of the cat bee yeah all right next we have dana <laughs> dana is making a stop and smell the rosé floral dessert she says she wants to go strong on the rose flavor, which, you know. Risky. Risky. <laughs> she also has a hibiscus jelly and a coconut sponge. 
And uh, she makes a big old sugar box to put everything in, which looks kind of cool. Oh, yeah. That thing's pretty yeah. nice. She says she found her baking ideas watching TikTok videos. And sometimes she gets distracted and she ends up watching like Shark Attack videos. <laughs> <laughs> which I like. I, I can see that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely me too. Yes. Uh, during judging, they said that their box is beautiful and it looks amazing. Um, however, it's all about the bake on the inside. When they actually taste the bake, they said that it has good colors. But they're not getting the floral, which is interesting. It's interesting because Dana said that she would go really strong on the floral. Yeah. But they didn't get it. Um, they're getting a lot of raspberry. Mm. And they also criticized the sponge. They said the sponge is dried out. It's very solid. And then Paul says, overall, style over substance. Mm. Not good. Not good. All right. Up next is Josh, who's making a rhubarb, raspberry, and hibiscus floral dessert. So we learned that hibiscus is a flower that he used to grow with his nan. They yeah. used to have competitions. They'd have hibiscus plants in their conservatories, and they'd see who could grow the most hibiscus flowers on there. Usually she'd get up to 12 or 15 all at once. It's amazing. Josh is an interesting dude. He is. Yeah. Yeah. During judging, Prue says it's beautiful. Paul says it looks great. It has split, which we've seen that on quite a few of them. They have a seam, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it, it does look really lovely. He loves the work that he did on top. I am becoming a fan of jelly art. I like the jelly art that some of the bakers have used. It looks tasty. Yeah, I wonder what it does taste like. Jello? Jelly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Prue says it's very skillful injecting because that's how they put the designs into the, the art, the jelly art, right? Yep. Paul says that the setting of it is on is spot on. He managed to get each of the layers there without too much rubber in each layer, so they've held together. And the flavors are also spot on. Prue thinks that the compote is beautiful. Paul says great flavors, great texture, overall great look. It's just a shame that it's split. But overall, he's done a great job. Well done. Cool. So really strong finish for Josh. Yep. Yeah. All right, next we have Maddie. Maddie is making a blackberry and elderflower flower dessert. You see, he's taking inspiration from like very masculine drinks, which have powder flour in it. Hmm. I've never thought of what kind of drink he's referring to. Maybe I don't go to enough bars. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, his bake contains an elderflower Genoese sponge with blackberry mousse. At one point, Allison asked Maddie, "Is it true the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice?" <laughs> to which Maddie is like, um, "You tell me, Allison." And Allison says, it is true, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, what we were talking about earlier with your favorite berry. I like uh, the blackberry. Yeah. Followed by matte berry and halleberry. Yeah. 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 That's, that's like, oh, order. <laughs> Allison's getting a little flirty with Maddie here. Yeah. That was yeah, good. She's a good segment by Allison. Yeah. She's in, she is baking fandom. <laughs> she's a standard for baking fandom here. During judging, they said that Maddie. We're not sure if what you did was actually a showstopper. It's kind of small, and it's not as like showstopper and wowy as the other mm. takes. They said the layers were nice on the inside. The lemon is not strong enough. However, he did not meet the botanical brief. He kind of just made a cake. And they say it's delicious, but again, it's not a showstopper. So I think Maddie needs to like aim a little higher next episode. Mm. Go a little bigger. Mm -hmm. yeah, not spend all his time. Forwarding with Allison. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh oh, rumors. No, he, rumors. And, oh, okay. That, that was funny. Okay. Up next is Saku. <laughs> <laughs> She's making an Earl Grey and hibiscus floral dessert. A lot of hibiscus. Yeah. Have you ever had hibiscus before? Like straight up hibiscus? Yeah. Like just took a handful of hibiscus and just ate it up. I've only had it in like as a flavoring agent. All right. She says she doesn't have any artistic skills, but she makes this really intricate 3D jelly flower dome that is like her, on top of her entire bake, which I thought was pretty impressive. Paul said that's very pretty. It's very bake-off in the sense that it's very pastel, which suits the tent beautifully. Prue says her flowers and jelly work are very beautiful. Paul said that has distinctive lines, distinctive color. Prue says the texture is good, which is what you want. Um, however, during the tasting, Paul does say that ginger is the overwhelming flavor, and he's mm -hmm. not getting much of anything else. He's hunting for anything. Prue did ask if it was raspberry, and Saku said it was hibiscus. So even at that, Prue wasn't able to really tell what it was. Yeah, uh, because it was so mild. Mm -hmm. So all her textures are spot on, but her flavors were lacking. Paul said flowers are tricky. Yeah. All right. Uh, last but not least, we have Tasha, who's making an elderflower and hibiscus floral dessert. In describing her bake, she defers to sign language because she says she doesn't feel confident in pronouncing the words in her recipe. And she also says she's doing like 10 layers. Yeah. Um, some of the words that I think she might have not been confident in pronouncing were her bakes included a palate Breton biscuit, mm. a bavois, mm. and topped with jelly art. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Pooh says that she's kind of crazy. Uh, that's a lot of stuff. And then Tasha says she's practiced it, practiced it twice. And then at one point, like she kind of runs out of bench space because there's so much going on in her bench. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she's like, you know, I'm kind of the person when I'm watching TV that I'm judging and, and shouting at. Mm -hmm. I've become that person, which is kind of funny because I'm sure people are shouting at her like, yeah. why are you doing so much, <laughs> yeah. Tasha? Yeah. It's like the opposite of Maddie. She's doing a lot. Do more, Maddie. Do more, Maddie. Do less, Tasha. However, <laughs> <laughs> during judging, the judges said that her bake does look professional. The jelly looks good. Um, uh, there's a bit of jelly leakage, but that's kind of expected. They say. Um, they say after eating it, that her bake is absolutely heavenly. It's very delicious, and there's a balanced hibiscus. And Paul says, if you can manage to fit everything in your mouth, it's very good. Unfortunately, I have a large mouth. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Tasha. The judges were not ready for that jelly. It was it was gorgeous, except for the little bit of the split. Uh, yeah. They all had that, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got some comments from the bakers. Chrissy says, I'm relieved. I'll take that any day over what could have been a nightmare. Dana says, I think I'm in the bottom. However, I'm proud of my bake. Matt, Matt says... I fell in the last hurdle of making it look like a showstopper. Yep. Saku says, they couldn't taste anything. Look at my face for the last time. I'm going home tonight. <laughs> Very dramatic, Saku. Mm. All right, then we get a judges roundtable. Uh, the judges say that overall botanical week went well. They said Josh had great textures and flavor and beautiful execution. Tasha did well, but didn't do good in the technical because she got last place. Yeah. Mm. Christy carried on after a mess. They say Maddie wasn't polished. Way too simple. 
and that Dana's box was good, but her cake was too thick and dry. And also Saku struggled with flavors. So in line for Star Baker, we have either Josh or Tasha, which we've had a couple times before already. Mm. And um, in trouble going home, it's Dana, Saku, and Maddie. And then no kind of jokes that Paul wants to send three people home this week. <laughs> <laughs> which Paul reaffirms is only one this week. Because <laughs> you know, they did two last week. But yeah, yeah interesting times. Who, who did you think? Well, actually, let's go over the results. I'll ask you who you thought was going home. Okay. So Star Baker, um, it's actually Josh for the first time. He's been second place so much times this season, but um, it's good to see him actually get Star Baker. Mm-hmm. Very consistent, Josh. I think he's peaking at the right moment. And unfortunately, someone has to go home, and we kind of hinted at it earlier, but it's Dana. I kind of felt like it was Dana, too. It was either Dana or Maddie to me. I thought it was Maddie, but I thought they w- wouldn't let him go. Because he's a fan favorite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or it could have been Saku, too, actually. But she did okay on some of the... T- uh, like she did good in signature. She did okay in technical. Yeah. yeah. In the middle. So she, Yeah, she's... She needs to pick it up. I yeah, mean, she I think was she's fifth, in trouble. Fifth next. in the technical was not great, right? Yeah, that's but, true. I mean, it's, I guess it's mid. Mid. But. Yeah. Uh, Dana says, I feel like I smashed it week six. I'm just thinking of all the fun I've had, and that's what I will be remembering. So, yeah, Dana, very positive, and she's leaving on a positive note there. So props to her. Yeah. Josh says he's overwhelmed. I don't know what to say. It's incredible. I can't wait to tell his mom. He calls his mom. His mom screams. <laughs> She's very happy for him. Maddie says, I'm through, yeah. Probably a little bit by the skin of my teeth, which is true. Saku says, woo. Now how am I going to ask annual leave for my manager? <laughs> Tomorrow morning, <laughs> email Charlotte. I need more time off. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, we get a lot into uh, Saku's uh, work place here. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that is the end of the episode. All right. Shall we get into our segments? Let's. I always forget which one we do first. I don't know. Let's do favorite bake. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Tasha. With the, all the layers and that jelly. That was mine jelly too. Jelly art. Yeah. That was mine too. Hard to beat that. It looked immaculate. Yeah. And she did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe Josh second place. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to. Usually Josh. when you have a star baker's bake. No, I was talking about the Pokemon Oh, <laughs> the Pokemon the swir- You want the swirl bun? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That was like the. Okay. Okay. Uh, funniest moment. It had to be when Noel threw the lemon. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's playing like cricket or what was it? They were just like playing hacky sack with a lemon. And then Noel took the lemon and threw it against the window and the window broke. <laughs> like nothing broke. <laughs> yeah. There was a big crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was also another foment. Uh, I said foment. Another funny moment. <laughs> oh, we should make that the segment. A foment. What's your foment? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite foment? <laughs> <laughs> Where everyone's like going for a group hug and I like knows like oh, away yeah. from yeah, everybody. Yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm not participating in that. I don't want anyone to touch me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. And then another mo- no moment. No, was just really hitting it this episode. He's like, yeah, sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, I see Prue at the end of my bed like a ghost. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny stuff. Yes. All right. All right. Fantasy Bake Off. Fantasy Update. 
this week you earn 25 points. Whoop whoop. Thanks to Josh and your star baker. Yeah. I earned 13. The totals right now, Team Q, 175. Yeah. Team M, 208. I'm, I'm getting up there. So. It's possible. There is time for a comeback. You got four episodes left? Yes. Yeah. We all want to see you eat that oatmeal. <laughs> the Duncan, Dunkin oatmeal. Duncan oatmeal. Uh. That's the ultimate experiment. Or cat pee. Oh, are we throwing that in? <laughs> no. no. How right. do you even collect that? You get a cat. And then, yeah? You follow it around. <laughs> With like a little cup. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Predictions. <laughs> yeah, prediction time. I'll go first. Okay. Start breaker next week. Josh, what is next week? Dessert. Hmm. Hmm. Josh? I'm going to go Dan. We can't pick Josh. Dan? Okay. I think Dan's making a comeback. Who's going home? Saku. All right. I have Starbaker Saku. Wow. Why do you always do this to me? Okay, we <laughs> talked about it here. Let's let's see now. Everyone currently Thanks. in the tent has won a Starbaker except for her. Yeah. So I feel like it's either her time to shine or Wish. going home next week. Hmm. Saku. Okay. But I can't pick her, right? So yeah. I have to pick. Wow. It's tough. Yeah, they're all good. Maddie? I got to go with Maddie. Okay. I just can't pick someone from my team. That's yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, no conflicting judgments here. <laughs> Unless, I mean, if I did, it would have to, because Tasha has been baking so well, Chrissy has been baking so well. Yeah. I would have to pick Dan. He's the least consistent so far. Yeah, but he's so like he's so solid. I think I don't know. And if I pick Dan, that means we have opposites again. <laughs> yeah. Why do we always do that? <laughs> it happens a All lot. All right, fine. Dan. Oh. All right, Dan. I'm going and Saku. Dan. All right, we got three bakers each. Yeah. You have Josh, Saku, Maddie. I have Dan, Tasha, Christy. It's always good. What if we did this one season and like I had one baker left and you had like six? <laughs> 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 that would be bad. I know it. It's been a. I mean, this is only the second year we've been doing it, but yeah. year one came <clears throat> down to the end. So yeah, that's true. This this year could be the same. Hmm. All right, guys. Um, we just want to thank you for listening, and uh, if you like the podcast, please leave a review. But we wanted to shout out a good review that we uh, received recently. I think it was from K A Bama Girl. So mm-hmm. thank you for that thank very you. nice review and those nice words. It means a lot to us. All right, guys, next week we will see you for dessert week. Thank you and bye.